Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Will the Cowboys back their way into the postseason? Is that the smart bet of the week? Week 17 in the NFL, Boxing Day here on Home and Home, a radio.com sports original. We're brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Check them out, ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. They are the smartest way to hire, the smartest way to get all your NFL information from grades to odds, podcasts, you name it, pff.com. Check them out right now. They got a sale going. It's PFF Xmas for 30% off all annual subscriptions. The best information anywhere. As we break down week 17 in the NFL, going to be outstanding. I'm Dave Briggs, home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker, home in Pennsylvania. Ah, George, we didn't ask how to say your last name, brother. Well, Chiruri? it's not bad. You did a lot better than the person I talked to on Christmas Eve, who could not, just had no idea, but said it about eight times. So, <laughs> so how do you say it? I'll give you. So, uh, here, here it goes. Shahruri. Woo! Exactly. That's all that. George works <laughs> <laughs> Just call him PFF George. That's how you'll find him on Twitter and on Instagram. George, great to have you on as we break down week 17 in the NFL. But first, brother, I'm a little unhappy with you because it, it is Boxing Day. It's leftover day. We're all feeling fat. We've all loaded up on eggnog and booze and turkey and leftovers and pie. And I'm feeling at least 10 pounds heavier, as is Ross Tucker. And then I check you out on Instagram, and you're like a freaking fitness model. Not cool, brother. What's your story? You work out like seven days a week, two hours a day? Uh, you know, give or take. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I, I think I came closer to dying from overeating yesterday than I ever have before because I was, I was solo in Cincinnati uh, for Christmas, and so I had to eat everything that I made. And uh, let me tell you, my gym uh, session this morning was lackluster, to say the least. So I'm in the same boat uh, as you guys, and I'm going to try and sweat my way out of it one way or another. No, no, you're not. We've seen, your, we've seen the pictures. You're not in the same boat, George. We hate you. Um, we hate people like you. And no, no, I'm just messing with you, George. <laughs> um, I were talking about this a little bit earlier. You mentioned so so you're so low for Christmas and you cooked yourself food. What did you make? Well, let's see here. I started out with a little uh, charcuterie board, a little cheese, a uh, little uh, tequila old fashioned. Um, and then I went with a nice ribeye uh, from uh, Snake River Farms, wonderful place. Give them a little shout out. Uh, baked potato. Um, little salad because I had to say somewhat healthy and then at this point I'm feeling pretty full but I went ahead and made myself an entire apple crisp 
uh, and and had that with about a pint of vanilla ice cream. So, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You made all that stuff for yourself, brother? Hey, man! Christmas is once a year. You gotta celebrate. Woo! That is impressive. See, when I'm alone at a holiday, I go straight for like the Chinese food or I'm just feeling down. I'm feeling blue. I like how you rock that. That is impressive. I usually do the the most low key thing I can possibly do involving no effort. I like that you took the opposite direction. That's why you look the way you do. And I look, well, not that way. So let's talk a little bit about week 17 in the NFL season as we try to Uh, Look forward to just an outstanding slate of games, but it's just an odd slate of games in that so many people are targeting the Cowboys backing into the postseason courtesy a last weekend loss by the Philadelphia Eagles. How likely do you think that eventuality is? Well, it's more likely than you would think it is based on how the result of last week's game felt, right? Like that felt as though, okay, foregone conclusion, the Eagles are going to win uh, the NFC East. And that just isn't the case. That's one of the reasons we talked about why the, the Cowboys were a good bet a long time ago is that they could have lost that game and still gotten in. So right now we have them with a shockingly high 27% chance to back in because they're a huge favorite against the Redskins and the Eagles are playing on the road against the Giants and the Eagles are not as good a team as the Cowboys despite winning, right? All of their all of their underlying metrics are worse than the Cowboys' underlying metrics. So mathematically, uh, they have a better chance of losing uh, than the Cowboys do in Week 17 and obviously if they lose and the Cowboys win, um, that, that's how the Cowboys back in and we have a 27% chance of that happening. Does not surprise me. I, I'm almost... Uh, at this point, I'm almost surprised that the Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in New York against the Giants. George, we were talking earlier with Nick Costos from You Better You Bet. That's his best bet of the week is the Giants. How about yours? Probably wouldn't be the Giants. I think one of the reasons we differ is that as good as Daniel Jones has been from a box score standpoint, he's still making turnover-worthy plays at one of the highest rates in the NFL. He's gotten a little lucky with those uh, over the course of this season. But I've got to say, on Monday morning when, when Eric and I do our, our look-ahead podcast, I thought that four and a half was going to be a side that our model would like. It, it doesn't really that much. I think it's because of Daniel Jones. Um but just the way this Eagles season has gone, the fact that Ertz is injured, the fact that Lane Joss is injured, Fletcher Cox came up gimpy in that game. Like, the Eagles just feel as though they're going to pull a Atlanta Falcons and die right at the doorstep of potential success. So. But, of course, this Philadelphia Eagles defense held Dallas to nine points, no touchdowns. Why so little faith in what Philly accomplished defensively last week? Well, here's the reason. We talk about this with defenses all the time, and I've heard a lot of of noise about the Kansas City defense. I feel the same way about them as I do this. And the example that I always bring up is, think about the Patriots defense, right? Through eight weeks, it was unstoppable, or seven weeks, or whatever it was. And then they played a really good offense, and they got – Shellacked, right? The Ravens offense just took him to town. And that's the thing about defense. It is mostly a product of the offenses that they face. And the Dallas offense 
was a disaster, right? Dak Prescott was missing throws. I think that shoulder obviously hindered him. They dropped five, the receivers dropped five passes uh, in that game. The, the Eagles did not drop a single one. Um, they tried to establish the run despite the fact that the Eagles were selling out to stop it. Uh, it was a very poor offensive game uh, by the Cowboys. So I, I don't want to sound like I'm not giving the Eagles credit because they took advantage of it, obviously. But we shouldn't put too much stock into pass performance defensively. Instead, we should look more at what the offense that they're going to face or that they have faced, how good they are. And that gives us a barometer of, of what the defensive performance has been like. George, I love that we have you on this week. I feel like it's a perfect week to have you on because of what you guys do on the PFF forecast. I'm really intrigued by the Seahawks because I think by the time they kick off Sunday night, they'll know that if they win, they're the number three seed behind New Orleans and Green Bay. If they lose, they're the number five seed. So that's, you know... We all like to win division championships. That's nice. But in terms of the postseason, it would be the difference between hosting the Vikings in the wild card round or traveling, and they would know at that point whether they'd be traveling to Dallas or Philadelphia, but at a minimum traveling to the NFC East opponent, especially when you consider that the Seahawks haven't played great at home this year. Should there be any consideration given in your mind to the Seahawks, you know, preferring to be the number five seed and playing the NFC East champ on the road as wow. opposed to the Vikings at home? Look at you. That is a, uh, that is a bold move. I, I don't think so. Home field advantage, despite what has happened recently, matters, and it matters a lot in the playoffs. And you do not – I can't imagine that you just want to travel right? Like the, the just simple fact that you get to stay at home, I think has got to be worth it. Now you make a great point though. The Niners have a lot to lose in this game, just from a, a chance of making the Super Bowl. right? Home field is worth so much. If the Niners can win this game, their chance to make the Super Bowl goes up to 31%. If they lose, it drops to 8%. Whereas for the Seahawks, their chance to make the Super Bowl just goes from 11 to 7 so you can tell exactly what you said. It's not as big of a game for them. And I don't think they in any way play it as if, okay, losing is fine. But, man, there's got to be a little bit of in the back of your head you know. And I think one of the reasons that, you know, three and a half, they're getting three and a half at home. Normally I would feel like that is a great bet. Our model does like it a little bit. But personally I can't get on board with it for the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah, I find it impossible to think that Seattle would want to travel across the country, in particular, opposite coast. And this year has been odd. Three home losses for Seattle this season. But given that they have no idea who's running the ball for them, I mean, Marshawn Lynch hasn't played in a year. He's, what, 33? So this is going to be a strictly passing offense they're going to need to hear if they're on the road in Philly that could be a game changer they have got to go all in on uh winning this game uh so let's look a few other tilts uh week 17 Titans and Texans how do you see that one going Tennessee right now minus three and a half well I have, everything I've read has told me that the GM Bill O'Brien is playing everybody. Now, whether head coach Bill O'Brien decides to play everybody for the whole game is maybe a little more of a question mark. 
Um, and this line has, has moved significantly. But to me, if the, if the Texans are playing everyone, this is ridiculous. Like, I, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, I know Tannehill is very good. He's played very well. He has a 124 pass rating from a clean pocket. No other quarterback is better than he is from a clean pocket this season. But Deshaun Watson is still the guy uh, that you want out of those two quarterbacks. They're also playing at home. No Will Fuller would be the one concern for me because without him, their offense goes from one of the best to fairly mediocre. Um, Drops like 1.2 yards per per pass play, which is pretty incredible. So that does give me a little pause, but the Texans are a very, very good team, and they are getting more than a field goal at home, and they have the better quarterback. So those are three things that I love. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast go back to something you said i thought was really interesting doesn't surprise me it, it kind of speaks to a column i wrote this week george that hasn't been posted yet at the athletic but you said 31 percent Super Bowl chance for the Niners if they're the number one seed versus 8% if they're the five seed. Doesn't surprise me at all. I would have been surprised, actually, if it was more like 50% and 4%. I think it is significant. I can't think of anything else that's like this in sports. And I don't know, George, how into other sports you are, but, I mean, if they they win by a point – on Sunday night, they play two home games to go to the Super Bowl. If they lose by a point, they're going to have to play three road games to go to the Super Bowl. I guess the question, George, is is that the biggest sort of disparity in all of sports, number one? Number two, 
Is there a way in which they could fix that in your mind? Is that the way it should be? Wow. I, I love, I mean, I am a fan of, of a lot of other sports. And I think of this, this has got a little bit of a game seven, you know, uh, feel to it, right? I mean, we, there was a game last night, right? Clippers, Lakers, which felt like a really big regular season game. That game didn't matter at all in the grand scheme of things, really, right? This game is so huge. There has been no game this season that has a bigger potential swing in terms of chance to win the Super Bowl than this one does, right? It gets no bigger than this. Um, and I like it personally because we need to, we need the regular season to mean more in general. In football, it means more than any other sport. And oftentimes in Week 17, I mean, we saw last year, right? We were in Tennessee watching the Colts and Blaine Gabbert play, and that was awful. So I love this. I think this is fantastic. Um, I'm happy that the, the Niners are at full strength in this one when they play the Seahawks. Uh, in Week 10, they were without George Kittle. Emmanuel Sanders got hurt. The receivers that, that were coming into play for them looked like they hadn't run a route in 10 weeks. So um, I think this is exactly how it should be personally. Talking to PFF George, check them out, pff.com. Good promotion going on right now. PFFX missed 30% off subscriptions. You are crazy, my friend. It is a brutal system that is rewarding mediocrity because you win a division. San Francisco, Seattle, either one should host a game. Why, why would Philly deserve a home playoff game? They, they absolutely don't, and I have no problem with changing that, though I do think it's kind of fun. I enjoy it when people get to complain about things because it, it heightens the excitement, right? And I don't have a huge problem with that. I also think it's fun. I, I think it's really fun when the, when the Philadelphia Eagles are a home underdog. That was so much fun a couple of Super Bowls ago, right? It gives, it gives the game and gives those players that are playing at home but are an underdog a little bit more of a, you know, an edge to them, I think. Um, I obviously don't agree with the way the seating works, but I don't hate it because I think the result are games that are compelling. By the way, I think it's sort of awkward, Dave, when you promote George's site and then immediately say, you are crazy. You are wrong. <laughs> make, sure you check, crazy. make sure you check out George's podcast. Make sure you check out everything he writes. So, George, you have no idea what you're talking about. Why would you say <laughs> I thought I thought that was awesome. What about, George, give me a – what about um, – the Browns and the Bengals. I know nobody cares about it, but I'm thinking about making it my, one of my best bets of the week. So what do you have on the Browns only laying two and a half points to the Bengals? Wow. I'm glad you brought this game up. So uh, last night uh, or last afternoon, uh, Eric, who I do the PFF forecast with, he's driving back to his family in Minnesota, and we're talking about uh, the games on the phone. And we bring this game up, and all season I have been staunchly on the I would rather do just about anything. I'd rather eat Skyline Chili than bet on Freddy Kitchens. Um, and it's proven to be successful thus far uh, this season. But I think there's a narrative here that is perpetuating the NFL, that is the Bengals are all of a sudden locked into the number one pick, which means they're going to win this game. And I think that's absolutely hilarious because the Bengals are the worst team in the NFL for a reason. They suck. They tried to beat the Miami Dolphins last week. They needed an onside kick and a miracle, you know, to end up getting to overtime or they would have lost by eight to the Dolphins. 
on the Browns side, don't you feel like if they, if they lose this game, like they just can't even return to Cleveland, right? Like they, they have to win this game. And the best part I wrote about this in our column was the Browns always find a way for things to go terribly for them, right? So I think Freddie Kitchens should be fired. And I, it's hard for me to imagine that he stays there. But if he stays there, that means they win this game, right? There's no way he survives, they lose this game. So winning this game could ultimately be terrible for the Browns because maybe it convinces them to keep uh, Freddie Kitchens around. So at, at right now I see it at two and a half. I personally like the Browns. I think there's a lot of people that, that might like the Bengals for some unknown reason. So I'm with you there. If there's one matchup that just typifies why the NFL is such a beautiful thing, I can't wait to watch that game. Yeah. It is dog shit game. No implications. I do not want to miss a minute of that game. I agree with you. This is the Super Bowl for the Browns. They not only have to win that game, they got to win it in fairly convincing fashion yes. to give anyone a sense of positive momentum or direction. But I got to get back to a subtle joke you made there, and maybe I'm in the dark here. What is Skyline Chili, and why should I not want to eat it? Wait, you don't – okay. So so I just talked about what I made myself on Christmas, right? So you may have figured out that I'm like a huge food snob, which people make fun of me for all the time, but whatever. But I don't think it's out of the realm of, of normality for me to think that Skyline Chili is the most abhorrent thing on the planet. So you, I'm sure that you have enjoyed good chili before. And if you know what chili is, that there's no spaghetti involved in chili. Am I correct there? Good chili does not involve spaghetti. Correct. Yes. So for some reason in Cincinnati, they have decided to take spaghetti noodles, a mountain of them, put them on a plate, put some very uh, uh, watery, you know, beef tomato sauce on top that I'm not going to call it chili because it's not. And then top it with a mountain of grated but not yet melted cheese. And this is Skyline Chili. And I personally think it is the most abhorrent thing that I have ever seen. They have a lot of commercials for it here. And I, I, can't, I, I can't even name something um, that, that I wouldn't eat over that any day. Well, first of all, Dave, it's weird. I love how every time I start talking, I start by criticizing. <laughs> but but in all sincerity, Dave, like that is the Cincinnati food. Like that's the Cincinnati staple. I'm like surprised that you've never heard that. And what's funny about it is people that are from Cincinnati, they absolutely love it. Like they think it's the greatest thing. And I happen to have a couple of buddies from Cincinnati. So maybe that's why I'm so familiar with it. But, like, you get there and they're like, oh, we got to go to Skyline. Let's go to Skyline. And it's not good. It's not good. Like, I like, like, Panera turkey chili or, like, I like real chili. Like, I don't get it. They actually serve it at every home game. And the chili is not really chili. It's like, it's like fake tomato sauce. It's hard to describe. I'm actually with you on that one, George. Uh, my last question has to do with, though, the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And I like to try to get the jump on things. What are you liking? Like, what are the best bets right now that you see coming in the playoffs or the Super Bowl? Well, I think a team that um, 
is probably not getting enough love right now are the New Orleans Saints. You know, they lost at home to the Niners, but according, you know, one of the things that we do that I think is really cool is um, whenever teams play each other, we don't use the final score of the game to determine how we adjust power ratings. We look at the grading for both sides and we say, did this team legitimately win? You know, what, what should the score differential have been? And what's really interesting about that Saints-Niners game is that we actually had the Saints squeezing out a, a very tight win according to the grading. And that tells you, look, the Saints are a very good team. And um, they obviously don't have to play the Seahawks on the road, uh, you know, this coming Sunday, which helps them a little bit. But we have them with about a 37% chance to make it to the Super Bowl, about a 21% chance to win. It's the best of any team in the NFL. So I think if I, if I were to bet on one team right now, that would be the one. But let me tell you the team that, that, I, that I think is going to ho- uh, hoist the Lombardi, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. They're flying under the radar. Pat Mahomes, the way that he played in the snow a couple of weeks ago was so impressive. Uh, uh, to me, that, that offense is just unstoppable, and I think they're the team that can go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore. Uh, and then whoever comes out of the NFC is going to have the worst offense, and I'll take offense every day of the week. The lack of a running game is just what concerns me with Kansas City. I am with you on New Orleans. That seems like the most consistent team down the stretch. Any thoughts, George, about the college football playoff and who you see emerging as a national champ? Well, it was interesting. When they announced the the matchups, I was excited to bet on Clemson as what I assumed would be a short underdog. And, of course, they're not. (laughs) They're a little bit of a favorite. Um, And I actually, at two and a half, kind of like Clemson uh, covering over Ohio State, which I know is not, is not popular here in, uh, in Ohio. And then on the other side, LSU is an enormous, uh, an enormous favorite over Oklahoma. So you figure, okay, Oklahoma or uh, LSU Clemson, it's, it's very hard for me to see a team beating LSU. I, I could imagine that being a very short spread, maybe a three-point game. Maybe I'm way off there. Um, and I would probably lean – uh, I would probably lean LSU in that one, but I, I will see what the model says. Check back in, check back in five days, I guess. <laughs> we will do. Uh, PFF underscore George, check them out. PFF.com. Very excited to try what you suggested early, a tequila old-fashioned. Is that yeah. what you said you made for a cocktail? Yeah, so I, I like tequila personally, and uh, I just use agave instead of sugar. And then tequila instead of, you know, an Añejo tequila instead of the bourbon. And uh, I find that the, the agave syrup mixes better than the, than the sugar. So it just, I don't know, I like it. You should try it. Come to Cincinnati, I'll make you one. Wow. We'll have some Skyline Chili. We'll have a tequila old-fashioned. You just might be the most interesting man in pro football and, um, analysis. Good to talk to you, my friend. Hey, I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. He is a renaissance man, Ross Tucker. He cooks five-star meals for himself. He makes up a tequila old-fashioned. He is like a fitness model and breaks down the NFL with the best of them. Yeah, I mean, who who, who makes himself like a ribeye? And what was the first thing he said? I can't remember. Like the old fat. I mean, wow. Uh, yeah, you know what? I guess I wish I was like that. I guess, I, number one, I don't know how to cook anything like that. Number two, I, I, I guess in my mind, I would feel like I didn't have time. But certainly on Christmas Day, he feels like he could have time. I know what people don't have time for, Dave, and that's actually going through 
and finding people to hire. It's an unbelievably annoying, time-consuming process, so challenging. Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner experienced that when she was searching for a new game artist to grow her education tech company. But then she switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. You can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And by using ZipRecruiter's screening questions to filter candidates, Gretchen found it easier to focus on the best ones than find the right one. In fact, after posting her job on ZipRecruiter, Gretchen said she was honestly surprised she found qualified applicants so quickly and hired a new game artist in less than two weeks. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ziprecruiter.com slash enter. That's ziprecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, we got you the smartest way to prepare for week 17 in the NFL. I'm all set on my bets. I hope you fellas are right. We got great stuff from PFF George and from our good friend Nick Costos from You Better You Bet and Ross Tucker's Game of the Week as well. Should be outstanding. We'll be back with you tomorrow for a Friday home at home. Enjoy Boxing Day, everyone. Get back to the stores. Make those returns. We'll talk about some sports returns tomorrow. For Ross Tucker, I'm Dave Briggs. Have a great Boxing Day. Hey, everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 